Oh shit, people! It's Friday, which means your last episode of Chin Check of the Week. And uh, if, hey, if you listen to uh, the beat and Yair, it's definitely war right now. <laughs> but um, hey, it's a new episode, and we are gonna be looking at. The uh, Lewis Olenek weighing situation Everything that went down there And we've also got some news People leaving the UFC Fights made Quite a bit's been going down people So uh, hey, sit down, chill And let's get into this shit Alright? Let's fucking go! Okay, so, um, there has been a lot of craziness since we found out that Yair Rodriguez had to pull out of his fight with Zabit Magomed Sharipov. Um... So yeah, it, it is crazy. So um Zabit for you know because we don't really see it, but he hit Instagram and he said uh hey UFC stop playing games with me give me a title shot how long should I wait until you do what you promised? Before UFC 249 in April, I waited first for Rodriguez, then Ortega, then Zombie. Within a month, you changed three, four opponents for me. As a result, you did not organize any of the fights and told me to wait for Max and Volkanovski rematch so I could fight for the title with the winner of their fight later. The rematch is long gone. Let's see how you keep your word. I deserve to fight for the title. And I can take that belt. So yes. That's what he said. But. <laughs> Rodriguez. Had a response. Zabi. Sit down and wait for me. The way you have been waiting. You will get a, a real good taste. Of my Big Mexican balls soon enough. And since when did you become the shit talker? That you or your manager? Either way, you'll both wait for me like the little dogs you are. Tongue out and begging. I'll see you in October, November, five rounds. So, this is the big thing, right? They were meant to fight before, which was... Part of the reason Rodriguez got cut for a short period of time But then he came back claiming that, you know, you know It was a mix-up and blah, blah, blah So then the fight got rescheduled I, I forget what happened I think there's, you know, injuries, right? Just injuries, problems like that but 
I don't know, man. Like, if we just look at it, because, you know, Zabit, he's fought six times in the UFC, right? Six times. The first two went real well for him. So, Mike Santiago and Shamane Moraes. He then fought Carl Botniak. And in that third round, Zabit tired, right? Then it was Brandon Davis who he submitted. Then it was Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Cater. And again, in the third rounds, he tired. You know, so that's been his big thing. Like, he didn't want to do a five-round fight against Cater. And so, yeah, I feel he pulled out of a scheduled fight due to injury, something, something, right? And I think it's one of those things. When you look at the people he's fought, really, like, the only big names... Is Stevens and Cater. So the whole. I deserve a title shot. Ah, I mean. I'd say hold your jets son. You know what I mean. Just like calm down a little bit. You know what I mean. Calm down a beat. It's cool. Now. I'd say. Because. Look, we're in August, so he, Eve, you know, if they can find a replacement, because I believe Cater has um, offered to step in for a five-rounder, though. I mean, that's the thing. He's like, I'll step in for five. Now, if that happens, yeah, I'd say, boom, do that shit. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So, yeah, he, like, get him a replacement now, and then, you know, he can fight Yair, as Yair just said, in October, November. That would be, I think that's the thing to do. You know? Like, title-wise, I know. I don't know. It's it's a tricky one when you think, you know, who who would be next against Volkanovski? You know, because there are other like there's other good challenges, right? There's a few people tied up with fights and everything like that. It's just one of those weird situations, but. I wouldn't say Zabit is the forerunner. I wouldn't say that at all. And I think this is the other big thing. The whole, I'm entitled. Right? Where does that... I mean, you can... There's there's so many people that you could say. Alright, that person... I think the biggest person right now... Who legitimately deserves a title shot is Leon Roberts. Right? That's the that's the only one. You know, because I think Gilbert Burns is getting the next title shot. 
add um, Usman. So you could say, like, Burns because he had it and he got COVID. You know what I mean? And that sucks, right? But the the person who legitimately deserves a title shot is Leon Roberts. But otherwise, I mean, you break it down, you look at these things, and there's many people... There are many fucking people that you go, well, yeah, no, that person, that person has had a good run. And, oh, yeah, no, for real, that person has had a good run. Yeah, that guy, you know, they've been doing well. Like, it's one of those things, you know, like, these divisions are friggin', they're deep. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... You get to the UFC and it's not a cakewalk. So you look at any division and you can go, who? Yeah, there is some tough friggin' dudes up in that. You know, it's it's just one of those. Um, I feel it's one of those things, right? Because really, when you also look at that division, Ryan Hall, he's ranked thirteenth. But he's beaten everyone put in front of him. Everyone put in front of him. And BJ Penn, you, you'd say BJ Penn is, uh, you know, is a bigger, you know, that's a bigger scalp than anyone's a beat has finished. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, I feel it's one of those situations that is just like... If we if we really want to compare things, there are a lot of people that you could go, oh well, that person, that person deserves, you know, that person should get. You you know what I mean? So it, it it's just like, come on, man, you got to think about it in in those ways, like Arnold Allen. He's been beating everyone. Um, Josh Emmett is just coming off some wins. Like, I'd say Cater. Right, there's just a lot of people up in that mix who have got legitimate... I think they've got legitimate challenges for that belt. You know? I think that's the way it is, man. That's just the way it is, Right? So yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a weird it's a weird situation. It's a weird situation, and I think that you know we wait, we wait and see. You know, if we, as I said, look, try and get a replacement. If we can't, meh, he just fucking waits. Is it? It's not like Zabi is always been clamoring to fight anyway. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, let's just uh, let's just see what the fuck happens there. But um, title shot, no, no is a beat, no. Okay, so I mean this is a bit of a shame, but you totally get it. Ray Borg has been released from the UFC, and uh, look. Ray Borg has definitely 
just... It's been a shitty time for him of late, you know? So, what was it? I think in 2018, he um, he had a son. But the kid was born with this rare brain condition. And he's had to have multiple, like multiple surgeries. You know, and it, it's just been tough. It's been real tough for him. Now, the problem is, like, he's had to pull out of a number of fights because of this. Like, because things have come up, you know, like, his son's been ill. And some of them, like, you know what I mean? It's nothing, it's not being anything serious, but it's one of those situations where, you know, if he gets ill... You need to keep an eye on it because it could become something crazy, right? And so, yeah, because of this, he's pulled out of a number of fights. And he was meant to fight a couple of times of late, right? Both of those he pulled out of at the last minute, you know, which is just... It's not a great thing. So he last fought against Ricky Simone. Um, that was in May, right? So he fought in May um, and lost that. Then since then, he was meant to be fighting Marab Dalavishi um, in June. That got cancelled. I think that got cancelled like two days, three days before the fight. And then he was meant to fight um, last weekend against Nate Menans. Uh, and yeah, that fight got cancelled. I think like two days before. Again, you know, just super, super late. Which... Look, the, the issue with that, and it's, you know, you get it, right? I understand he's got an ill son. But then I think it's one of those things where you have to either go, all right, I'm going to fight, earn the money for the medical and all of these things, or I'm just not going to fight. Right, I'm not going to fight this year I'm not going to fight for this period Because when you're cancelling a fight Right, that sucks for you Also sucks for your, your opponent You know, they had to go through a fight camp They had to pay for a whole heap of things You know, and also Like the promotion Is You know, they've said they're putting on these fights Right, they've made an obligation to the viewing public that this is what's going to happen. Right, which, and I think sometimes, like losing a fight, you go, all right, you know, one fight had to be changed or one fight had to be scrapped. But when you have a situation like last weekend where, goddamn, so many fights were lost off that card. It was it, it was insane. Yeah, you know, I think what was it? They five fights got lost. 
You know, I mean, it, it was a crazy situation. So it, it's just not great, right? It's not great. And that's where it becomes a problem. You need to be able to rely on people. You know, so yes, Ray Borg is, you know, he's having a tough time. He's in a shitty situation. But I think you you have to, look, he's got a wife, right? So I think in certain situations, you go, you either go, all right, I'm going to go make us money. Right, or you, you know, and go listen. I'll fight, and I'll head home straight away. Right, so there's that. Or as I said, you go. I'm. I'm not gonna fight. And that's they're your. They're the, the two best options here. There's otherwise. Look, this. It was only. It was always gonna go on for only so much time. Like he's been. Like people are gonna go, oh, it's out of order. It's you know, it's shitty. I can't believe this has happened and all of this. But when you look and you see all the fights that have been cancelled, right? He has had so many cancelled fights. Right, so there was three fights against Brandon Moreno that were cancelled. There's a fight against Joseph Benavides, um, Pinyang Lu, Kyla Phillips. Yeah, and that's six fights. So that was six fights between February 2008 and March. Two, uh, sorry, February 2018 and March 2019. So six fights got cancelled in that time period. He came back. And he fought, you know, a couple of times in 2019, Casey Kenny and Gabriel Silva. He fought um, Ruggiero Bontarini earlier in this year, in February. But yeah, then we get the, um, then Ricky Simone's first fight after the, you know, pandemic, all those cancellations, but then just these other two fights, so in total, there's been eight cancelled fights, that's just, I mean, I feel you have to kind of look at that and go, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, that's bad, that's not a great situation. He's also missed weight a load of times as well. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's just like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. You know? So I feel as a person, you know all of that has happened, right? You know, fuck. I've pulled out of a lot of fights. So you have to know that you're only going to get so much more rope, right? You 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 can't just go, oh, UFC are out of order. I can't believe they did this to me. You know, you have to look at it and go, alright, yeah. I I get it. I get it. So yeah, there it is. Now, I am sure that 
Hey, once everything gets sorted out and he he's fighting regularly again, he can get he'll get back to the UFC. But I don't know. Right now, it just doesn't really seem like it's a good time to be fighting because he did not look himself in the Ricky Simone fight. Like in the Casey Kenny fight that he lost again, didn't really look himself. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's just, I don't think he can really even concentrate on fighting right now. So, yeah, it is It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But hopefully, you know, everything works out for Borg, man. Hopefully it all works out, you know? And his son, yeah, kind of, you know, can get on a nice, healthy run of things, you know what I mean, but uh, I don't know, who knows, right, okay, so this is, yeah, this is pretty big, Corey Anderson, overtime, he is just signed with Bellator, now, the interesting thing is, Corey wasn't out of his contract, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he asked for a release. And um, it's not the biggest surprise, kind of, really, when you think about it. So, um, Corey is now signed Bellator. And one of Corey's big things was, oh, I should be paid more money. I should be paid more money. And... I think, you know, he he was talking all of this, but then he lost to Jan Blakovic. And before that fight, that was the big narrative, that he's underpaid, he's not treated very well, and the UFC should be paying him more. So then he lost, and yeah, what happens to him now? Right, where does he go now? That's the problem. Because if he had beat Blakovic, possibly title shot or a you know number one contender spot with you know maybe he fights Dominic Reyes, you know, what I mean? like there's options, right? There's definitely options. Tiago Santos, maybe who knows. But when you lose, right, after talking all that talk, where do you go? You know, it, it, it makes it difficult. It, I mean, it, you definitely don't go, uh, you know, in the top five. And you definitely don't get a pay rise, right? So that's the thing. So, yeah. You ask for a release, right? <laughs> that, I mean, that's unless you're going to go, all right, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm going to win my next few and just show who the fuck I am. Right? So they're your options. Either stay and be like, your actions speak louder than words. Or you just go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go and make more money somewhere else. That's what you do. So that's what he's done. 
it, it, it is tough because he was coming off a four-fight win streak, you know, before the loss. So Patrick Cummins, Glover Teixeira, Alia Latifi, um, and then Johnny Walker. Right? So now they're good wins. Right? They're good wins. But they were all decisions apart from the Johnny Walker one. So I think that was also one of the big things that Anderson, he he would win a fight, but he didn't always look to finish it. Right? And he he was dominating. I believe he dominated the Tixeria fight. Just took him down. You know, grounded him. And I feel the same was with the Alir Latifi. And the Patrick Cummings, to think of it. But he just didn't finish those fights. So then he finished Johnny Walker. And that was huge. Right? Because I feel a lot of people thought that Walker was going to beat him. Uh, but yeah, then the Blackovich busy won the first fight, and I think in this one he just was a little bit too reckless, got knocked out. So yeah, it scuppers a lot of things, um, and you know when you think it makes sense that Bellator would pay money for him, because. Who have they really got in that division? You know, if we think about it, right? Who have they got? So we know that Ryan Bader is the champion, right? So other light heavyweights, um, they've got Phil Davis, um, Liam McGeary, uh, Vadim Nemkov. Who is going to be fighting uh, Bader for the belt, I believe. Then they've got... um, I think Melvin Manhoff is still there. Alessio Sakira. uh, Jordan Young. And Kent Kapanen. Right, so uh, they're um, yeah, they're in the top ten. I mean, King Mo is still in the top ten, but he's retired. You know what I mean? So it, it it's not the biggest. It's not. It's not. It's not the biggest of uh, you know divisions, really. So. Anderson coming in, that's huge, that's a huge name, and it's someone who, you know, like, after Bader's next fight, you could go, Anderson fights the winner of that, that would be an easy one, and thinking about it, Anderson, he should beat all of these guys, technically, Right, technically, if he think like if he puts it all together, you know, Liam McGeary should beat him. Like Phil Davis can be good, but he can be very up and down. 
Um, now, Anderson would need to watch the jiu-jitsu. But Anderson is meant to have good jiu-jitsu. Right? So it's just one of those odd situations, really. But, yeah, technically, right, Anderson should beat those people. All the Bellator dudes, right? And so the move does kind of make sense because, look, he was definitely paid a lot more than the UFC were going to pay him. And also, if he goes, wins the belt at Bellator, that gives him a huge bargaining chip if he were to come back to the UFC. You know, coming back as a champion, you know, you can go, alright, I want a title shot, I want this amount of money. Like, the move kind of makes sense if you're just prepared to lose that visibility. Because that's the big thing, right? You could possibly make more money, that some fighters anyway, over at Bellator. But you have to think about pay-per-view points. That ain't happening. And then you have to think about um, just visibility. Because, you know, people might want to say whatever they will. But it's just not the same. Right? It's just not the same. But, uh, you know, it's happened, man. That is, I mean, that's just gone down. So it will be interesting to see how Anderson does. And, um, yeah, really, he does need to do well. If he doesn't do well, you know, that ain't great. That ain't great. But if he does do well, yeah, that. That gives him all the power in the world. So, uh, yeah, we will see. And um, it'll be interesting to see who who they give him first. If it's an instant title shot or if he has to fight someone before he gets there. But, uh, yeah, we will watch that space, as they say. Okay, so we have had the weigh-ins for um, Saturday's card, right? Uh, Lewis v. Olenek. And, yeah! <laughs> now, the main event and the co-main event, they all made weight, right? So, Lewis, Olenek, Weidman, and Akamedov, they all made weight. Uh, and everything is fine... Until we get to the last fight on the main card. Like, Banal Dayush, he missed weight by two pounds. So, the um, the allowance is 156. Dayush came in at 158. So, uh, you know, he's going to be forfeiting at 20% of his purse. He did not look very happy. Let's say that. Now, on the prelims, right, so, um, yeah, we had two fight. like, everyone made weight, apart from two people, 
two people missed weight on the prelims. It just so happens they are fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, Tim Means and uh, Loren Loreno Astarapoli. Um. Oh, you know what? No, Tim actually he missed the first time, which I saw. I didn't realize that he did do a second attempt. And he made weight on the second attempt. So first time around, he came in 172.5. So that was one and a half pounds over. So he was able to shed those. But his opponent, he came in at three and a half pounds over. So he weighed 174.5. Which means he has to give up 20% of his purse to, uh, yeah, Means. That's good. I mean, Means did not, he didn't look great. He didn't look great on the scale. Um, Like, Staropoli, I mean, he didn't look in the best of moods, but he looked better than Means. So, that, and... You know, when you're weighing 174.5, you kind of think, at what point did you give up? You know what I mean? Like, because you're not, you're not overly close. You know what I mean? So at what point did you give up? And the fact that means he came in heavy, but then went and cut it. So he's really fucking killed himself. So I feel I had Staropoli to win that fight And I think this weight cut It does nothing to help means You know what I mean? Really does nothing to help means Hmm, it's a shame It is a shame, man um, Now, I think interesting the The real interesting thing about this one So Olenek, he came in at 227, so super friggin' light, super light, and he looked it, he looked, man, he looked in shape, you know, he looked in better shape than his fight against the Doom, and I feel he is lighter this time than he was in that fight as well, Uh, but Lewis... Now, this is interesting, right? Lewis came in at 265, which I do believe is heavier than his last couple of outings. There's, like, he did get lighter. And the last time out, you know what I mean? The last time out, he really did look in um, a lot better shape. You know what I mean? He was quick. He was, you know what I mean? Just moving all over the place. He looked, he looked sharp. He looked really friggin' sharp on that one. But, uh, yeah. 265, man. You know what I mean? That's like, hmm. Interesting. You know, it's kind of back to the, back to the old days, really. And um, I wonder if that's going to affect him, you know, 
I wonder if that's going to affect him. Like he says, you know, when he was talking on uh, UFC Unfiltered this week, Jerry was like, yeah, he was saying that his diet is really good and he feels quicker and all of this. But I do wonder now. You know what I mean? I do wonder. So, uh, yeah, I think there are our, um, our takeaways from the uh, from the weigh-ins, people. Uh, it's going to be all interesting. All interesting um, for Saturday night. Weidman looked good. You know, on that on that cut down from, uh, you know, the last fight, which was at light heavyweight. Um, yeah, I'm... <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for this freaking card. It's going to be fun. A whole lot of fun. All right? Cool. Okay, so there has been a lot of speculation, people, and, uh, yeah, this is big, right? Now, I, you know, I said the Corey Anderson news was big, but this, people, it has just been revealed that UFC 255, which takes place in November... It's going to have two title fights. Two title fights, people. And uh, they just so happen to both be flyweight. They're both flyweight. Which then does make it interesting to wonder which one is going to headline the card. You know right? Because I, I don't know if that's been confirmed yet. It means that Davison Figueredo is going to be making his first title defense, right? So, people wondering, who's that going to be against, right? Who is that going to be against? Because, you know, you've got Brandon Moreno, who is definitely, definitely a valid challenger. Askar Askarov, maybe. Hmm. Well, people, it is none other than Cody Garbrandt. He got his request. Because that was the big thing. Uh, what, like, first out the gate, Garbrandt, you know, he was saying he wants Yan. You know, because they had the scuffle after Yan beat Uriah. But then all of a sudden, you got word that Garbrandt was all like, um, he can drop down to 125 and he wants a title shot. And people wondering, is that gonna happen? Is that what we're gonna see? And it is, people, it definitely is, which does open up the door for uh, Aljamain Sterling to get the shot at, um, Yan. You know what I mean? So, there's that. But, so the thing is, right, Garbrandt getting the title shot, it makes a lot of sense when you break it down. You know, because when Demetrius ran that division, no one gave a shit. 
No one cared. Demetrius is a goat. Demetrius is probably one of the best martial artists. You're in doing this thing. And I do believe he will be the next one championship champion. You know? But no, like, no one cared about the division. And it's partly about the size. But it's partly a big thing I feel was Johnson didn't say anything. Like, he never would say anything. Like, he'd never say, I'm going to fuck up my opponent. I'm going to... You know what I mean? There was no... There was no drama. Right? The challenger might go, I'm going to beat him. But it was just like, if he's not saying anything, that conversation is going nowhere. You know what I mean? So when Cejudo came in, you know what I mean? And he won the belt. Then he injected the excitement. Basically, he saved the, the division. Because that was the word. If Johnson had beaten Sahudo, that division was getting the axe. Most likely. And, um, yeah. So, and it was still wasn't quite sure what was happening with it. Even before the Dillashaw fight. But then you had Sahudo beat. Friggin' Dillashaw And it was just like Alright, fuck it, division is saved And the way um, Cejudo talked It kept that division alive So you need to interject Something You need to interject You know, an interest Right, and To be honest It is A huge surprise, right, that the division wasn't cut after the first Figueredo-Benavides fight. And the fact that there was no champion after that fight because Figueredo missed weight. It would have been a simple thing just to cut it then, right? But they didn't. I mean, that's partly because Benavides, you know what I mean? I think that was a big reason But Garbrandt coming down, that brings eyes to the division and it brings interest. You know, now if Figueredo beats Garbrandt, that's huge, right? That's huge. The flyweight knocked out the, you know, the bantamweight. Whoa. And again, if Garbrandt wins, Former bantamweight champion drops down, now flyweight champion. That's big as well, right? So that fight helps that division, and so I kind of feel after that, Moreno, you know, he if he wins, probably because you think that he will most likely have another fight, right? And if he does and wins that, I imagine he fights the winner. Or maybe he will sit out and wait for the winner. But I do imagine that, you know, Moreno will get the next shot. Right? But, as I said, two title fights, people. The other one, and I'm sure you know who it is now. Valentina Shevchenko. She will be returning. And, uh, yeah. 
Jennifer Meyer won against, uh, you know, Jojo Calderwood last weekend. So she gets the shot. So, yeah, friggin' huge, you know? No word when, um, you know, no word on where that fight will be. It possibly, you know, you wonder if it will be Fight Island. Because I think that's the word on, um, you know, the Adesanya Costa fight. That that one's going over to Fight Island. So, yeah, I wonder if this one will. You know, so, uh, yeah. We will see, but we do know right now that UFC 255 flyweight champion doubleheader. And, uh, yeah, definitely something to look forward to, people. Okay, people, so we are coming to the end of another episode Uh, But before we do, we've got some news Okay, so next weekend, we've got UFC 259 Which, goddamn, I am so looking forward to But we have got a late addition to the card Jim Miller is going to be fighting Vince Pichel So, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun, right? Um... Then on the 29th of August, Jeff Neal is going to be fighting Neil Magny. So, uh, goddamn, that's going to be a fun friggin' fight. On the 5th of September, Tiago Mayois is going to be fighting Jalen Turner. And on the 26th of September, Mishred Baytek is going to be fighting Eduardo Gargiarini Which uh, again, god damn, all we're getting is just fun friggin' fights People <laughs> I mean, come on, right? So uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot <laughs> That's a lot, right? Um, hey let, let, let's just see what the hell happens, right? We've got UFC at the weekend, so uh, we will, you know, look forward to watching that, and uh, we will be back on Monday to break down everything that we see. So, people, enjoy the fights, enjoy your weekend, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you later. Peace.